The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You're listening to DraftKings Network. You're tuned in to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Guiding your gridiron journey, none other than your host, former NFL lineman, Ross Tucker. Oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker football podcast. It is a teaching tutorial Thursday, which means class is in session with Professor Greg Cosell from NFL Films University. Cannot wait to go inside the film room with Greg momentarily. Should be noted, this is our second to last week where we're only three days a week. Starting Monday of Labor Day, Monday of week one in the NFL, we are back to daily, five days per week on this show that you love, you know, tell everybody about it. Of course, we still will have even money podcasts. Fantasy Feast will be twice a week, which is very cool. And then obviously we'll have the college draft as well. We've got two contests going on right now which is why I'm not announcing other winners. You can get in on the best ball draft with me and Joe Dolan on the Fantasy Feast podcast simply by going to westshorehome.com slash Ross and scheduling a free estimate. Then you send that to me and you're all set. You're good to go. Uh, And you have a great chance to be in the best ball draft. We're also giving away a free Madden on YouTube. So go to YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. There's a Madden video, giveaway video. Just reply with the console you want, and you get a great chance to win a Madden as well. So those are the two contests we've got going. I'll actually send direct links to your email, hopefully later today, for those of you that are signed up to get my real stories from the NFL emails, which I send about once a quarter, if that. Ross at RossTucker.com. You can sign up over at RossTucker.com. The last thing, I already mentioned it, so I'll just say it right now. Go to WestShoreHome.com slash Ross. First of all, you can see the unbelievable work that West Shore Home does with bathrooms, remodeling. Secondly, you can see my house. Like, there's videos, there's pictures of my house. WestShoreHome.com slash Ross. The proof is in the pudding. 
of the videos and pictures of the before and after, my daughters absolutely adore their new shower. They call it life-changing. I don't know if I'd go that far, but it's been quote-unquote life-changing for them. And you can get in on the best ball draft, westshorehome.com slash Ross. It's Big Show time. The Big Show. Okay, Greg, we've got a lot to get to. I know everybody hopefully already follows you on social media, so they know where to get all of your content, at Greg Cosell. When's the matchup show starting up, by the way, Greg? Uh, we started with the first week of the regular season, Ross, so we shoot our first show the Friday after the Thursday night game. And I've actually been grinding away, re-watching a ton of tape from a year ago to kind of get back in the groove, because you see it differently you know, when you can watch five or six games in a row of a team or 250 throws in a row by a quarterback, that's different than trying to, you know, see it every week when I'm trying to watch every game. So you get, you get a whole different perspective. Well, I want your perspective on the 49ers quarterback situation. Obviously, I'll talk a little bit about it later, but they've named Sam Darnold the number two quarterback, yep. which means Trey Lance is number three. Curious, Greg, to get your thoughts on what you saw from all three of those guys their last time out because Purdy played as well coming off the injury. Yeah, they didn't really ask Purdy to do much. They just wanted him, obviously, to play in a game. Um, so they didn't ask him to make any really difficult throws. Uh, so Purdy was, you know, really hard to evaluate. They just wanted him to get game action. Um, you know, Darnold is, he, Darnold's always been interesting because Darnold's always been a guy that has all the physical traits and tools that you want. He, he's got the tools of an NFL starting quarterback. I mean, he's got a live arm. The ball comes out with juice at all three levels. Um, he certainly has movement ability. You know, in this particular game this past week, they gave Darnold, uh, the coaching staff did a lot of quick game, quick timing and rhythm throws. The Broncos' corners were predominantly playing off coverage. So he was. it was easier for him to get into a rhythm, and he looked good. He was very efficient within the context of what he was asked to do. Um, so, you know, Donald's always been a talented guy. Lance is, is an interesting guy. He hasn't played a lot of football. Um, he's in a really difficult situation because he needs reps and experience, and he's not going to get either one. Um you know, when you watch him, you know, the, there are questions, certainly. You wonder if he has a natural sense of timing and anticipation. He turns down a lot of throws that are clearly there based on the route concept versus the coverage. Um, you clearly see there are times that he just is a little slow to process or recognize. But the only way to work through that, if you to work through it, you know, there's no guarantee of anything with young quarterbacks, is to play. And he's not going to play. He has not played a lot of football since 2019, Ross. That's four years he's really not played a lot of football. Yeah, it's, it's not good. I, I guess the question that I have, Greg, is um, do you think it'll happen for him? I mean, do you think there's still some hope there? Or well, do you think it's kind of a, a lost cause at this point? Don't know. That's how, you know, it's easy to make bold statements. And, you know, obviously everybody's saying the 49ers, it was a terrible trade, that he stinks. Those are easy things to say. Uh, he hasn't played a lot of football. He's not a precision player at his core to begin with. He's more of a playmaker type quarterback. Those guys need to play and learn. And, you know, he's, he's on a team that has a Super Bowl roster 
it's not a work-in-progress roster, and he's a work-in-progress quarterback, Ross. He needs to go to a team where he can go out there every single week and play and learn and make some mistakes and have the team live with the mistakes as he grows. I don't know what that would be at the end of that. No one does. It's easy to say you think you know or you're sure you know. You don't know. But he's not going to get that chance in San Francisco. Well, we've got a couple of guys that it looks like they're going to get that chance this year, Greg. Several, actually. And it's funny. I'm already hearing people that are down on Bryce Young based on what they've seen from the first couple of preseason games I know you got a chance to check him out. He's going to be the week one starter yep. for the Carolina Panthers. What have you seen from Bryce so far, Greg? Yeah, you know, he's their offensive line has not been very good at all. And obviously, Young is small. You know, look, for the people that don't like Bryce Young, and there's certain things you can easily say, he's certainly not big. He's not imposing physically. He doesn't have a huge arm. Um, so you can easily look at those things and say, oh, you know, this is going to be tough. And it may be. We don't know that. Um, but he certainly needs, at this level, a good offensive line. Does he have somewhat of a playmaking dimension? Yes, but you wouldn't say he's a great athlete. You know, he's not a special athlete, but he certainly has a feel and a knack for finding space. But he's going to have to be protected at this level. He can't make a living making out-of-structure plays. So, to me, it's been hard to get a true read about Bryce Young because the protection has not been very good. And I will say this. I think the left tackle that they drafted last year in the first round, Iguanu, he was not very good in pass protection a year ago, and through the early preseason, and there's only one more preseason game, obviously, and who knows if he plays, he's not been very good in pass protection through the first two preseason games. You know, you always say, though, Greg, that you got to isolate the quarterback and what they're doing from the people they have around them. That's how you evaluate it. No, you right? do. But it's also hard when you don't have a chance. You know, when you drop back and there's immediate pressure. That's hard for any quarterback. So what I don't understand about that, Greg, is you and I talk about some of these other guys and how the court, they did a good job, you know, putting them in advantageous situations, ball out quick, boots, stuff like that. They got a pretty darn good coaching staff down there in Carolina. What, what's going on, Greg, where they're not yeah. able to give Bryce – some easy completions, some easy play-action boots or three-step stuff to get the ball out and get him some confidence. That I couldn't answer. I mean, they could be doing that when the regular season starts. Maybe, you know, Ross, it's preseason. Maybe they want to work on other things. Teams are not game planning. They want to work on specific things. So, you know, they know they have in their back pocket that they can do those kinds of things, and maybe they know they can do those things really well. But that's not what they choose to work on in the preseason. That's why the preseason is so hard to evaluate, and that's why these definitive judgments that people make to me are, I don't understand it, but hey, that's just me. So all I'm saying is it's been hard for Bryce Young, given the play of the offensive line, and he's a certain kind of quarterback because of his size and the fact that he does not have a big, big arm. So he has to play a certain way, and the offense has to play a certain way. And in the the limited snaps he's played in the preseason, you haven't seen that. What about Greg C.J. Stroud, who we got a chance to see a second time out? And he's starting again this week. Looks like he'll be the Texans' week one starter. Yeah, I think he will be. I think we probably knew that when he got drafted. You know, I think, you know, again, he, he didn't play a lot. Well, he played a, dec- a little more. So 
you know, and you started to see at times what he is. You know, this is the thing, you know, you just mentioned isolating the quarterback. We know what Stroud is. We know that he's a pocket quarterback who, when he's at his best, is a precise ball location thrower. That's his game. You started to see a little of that in his last outing where he put the ball exactly where he needed to put it. That's what he is. Um, another quarterback that needs to be protected well. And if he can be protected well, my guess is he'll probably have some success. Now, he certainly will see defenses once the regular season starts um, that he's probably never seen before, and he'll see some pressure looks that he's probably never seen before. Uh, But if you can protect him and let him feel secure and comfortable in the pocket, he's a precise ball placement thrower. That's his game. Greg, I am not calling the Eagles preseason game tonight, unfortunately, because it's on Prime Video. It'll be Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreet. But guess what I'm doing instead? I'm going to the Eagles game with my wife and daughters. Not even joking, I'm packing my cooler with Labatt Blue Light because I never get to tailgate. I never get to pull into a parking spot and have a couple beers. I am going to drink some Labatt Blue Lights with my wife and daughters. Daughters probably won't have any, but my wife will. Always enjoy responsibly beer. Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, some other guys I want to get to with you, Greg. How about Sam Howell? Now, just watching the TV copy against the Ravens, first of all, it's pretty clear that Washington wanted to win that game, which is fine. And then secondly, I thought Howell looked pretty good, Greg. Now, I don't like that McLaurin has turf toe, but I thought overall Howell looked like he belonged. Like The moment wasn't too big. He looked like he knew what he was doing. I would agree. He looked very comfortable with what he was seeing. He was quick to eliminate and isolate within the timing and structure of the play design. I loved his technique. You know, there were a couple of plays where his read was to the left, and then he came back to the right and threw the ball. And I loved the way he got his body turned and he stepped to the throw. And, I, you know, to me, that stuff's really, really important. Um, I thought there was a rhythm to his drop, his set, and delivery. It all looked fluid and comfortable. He showed some subtle pocket movement traits to find a more quiet space to deliver the football. Um, he made late in the down pocket throws. I think in the NFL, to me, that is absolutely critical. Because what I mean by late in the down, Ross, is you know, you get to three seconds, let's say, in the pocket, and that's a lot of time in the pocket, as you well know. Because you know, three step is one point five, ball should be out, five step is two point one, three step is two point six. That's when the ball should be out. But it doesn't always work that way and sometimes you're in the pocket a little longer 
and he was patient and controlled in the pocket, and he made late-in-the-down pocket throws. He was not frenetic or hurried at all. Wow. You know, that almost makes me want to go back, Greg, because I remember some people I really respect after his sophomore year, they were saying he was the only projected first-round pick for last year's draft, Greg. And then he doesn't go until the fifth round. I can tell you why. doesn't sit well with me right there. There's something wrong with the process. Well, I can tell you why. I mean, there's reasons for it. And again, he could end up being a really, really good player. Uh, But the reason for that is this. He's a six-foot quarterback, okay? That immediately is, I don't want to say a negative, but he's going to make his living playing in the pocket. He does have good movement, and he's physically tough and competitive, but he's not going to be, you know, a guy that, that runs around all the time and makes plays. He's going to have to throw it from the pocket. And there's the history of six-foot quarterbacks in, the, in this league is not a, a strong one. And his last year in college, he was a descending player, not an ascending player. So, again, those are separate from some of the traits in terms of uh, throwing ability, those kinds of things character, which, you know, I can't speak to because I'm not in the meetings and, and I'm not interviewing him, but he essentially from his second to last year in college to his last year in college was a descending player in terms of his tape, and that's the reason he dropped in the draft. I wanted to get your thoughts, Greg, on the Buffalo Bills offense because it just feels like they're using this Kincaid kid a lot. Yeah. And, you know, they're calling it 12 personnel. I don't know. I mean, he's basically a big slot receiver, I feel like. But your thoughts on what you're seeing from the Bills offense so far this preseason? Yeah, I'm going to be fascinated by how all that plays out because Kincaid is a really, really good receiver, and he can line up anywhere in your formation. And, you know, I think, obviously, they, you know, Josh Allen played, I think, three series last week. I doubt he'll play this week. So now you're dealing with, okay, um, you know, what, what what's it going to be when the regular season starts? But... I would think that essentially he's going to be used as a, you know, lining up all over the formation, different locations, essentially a big wide out. They're going to try to get him matched up inside against linebackers. Um, You know, so we'll see. But I think you'll see a lot more 12 personnel if you're counting him as a tight end. They'll play Dawson Knox and Kincaid, and we'll we'll see what they do. You know, I think that passing game needs... You know, as good as Allen can be, obviously, I think that's a passing game that probably needs a little more structure to it overall, just in terms of the execution of it. I mean, obviously, everything is taught within structure, but I think in terms of the execution of it, that's probably the direction they'd like to move. Any other thoughts? I know you've been watching both these guys, Greg. Any other thoughts on Jordan Love or Clayton Toon? Yeah, I watched watched all of Toon's throws uh, because... you know, I think there's a chance he's the starter. Um, you know, and I think Toon, uh, I think he shows some, some good things and, and some things, you know, that aren't surprising. Don't forget, he came from the air raid offense. He he played for uh, Dana Holgerson down at Houston for three years. That's the air raid offense. Um, those quarterbacks are taught a certain way, and you sort of have to work through that at the NFL level because they're not really taught much about defense, and you have to understand defense in the NFL, so he has to work through that. Um, he certainly has athletic ability. He's a good-sized kid. He has athletic ability to make second reaction movement plays. Um, you know, one thing he does, which is probably left over to some degree from the air raid, is his tendency to stay focused on his primary. 
Um, he needs to develop a better feel for the route concepts versus the coverage. Uh, you know, and all these things are to be expected. But assuming he can line up and run your offense, Ross, to me, I would play him. We, You know what Colt McCoy is. I would give Clayton Toon a shot, you know, assuming, like I said, he can get in and out of the huddle and do all those logistical things that not many people think about. Two guys I wanted to get your opinion on that they're not playing, but they're in the news. Jonathan Taylor is now available yep. to trade, Greg. Can you just refresh our memory about what Jonathan Taylor is and what he would bring to a team? Yeah, there's no mystery there. I, Jonathan Taylor is a great back. I remember watching him coming out of Wisconsin. Thought he was the best runner in that draft. That's proven to be the case in the NFL. He's a volume back. So if you're going to trade for Taylor and have to give up something meaningful, then you're essentially saying your offense is going to start with Jonathan Taylor. So the question becomes, for a lot of people, and it's why there's a lot of talk about how much someone might be interested in paying him, is... You know, is that the way to play offense in the NFL? There's no question he's a great back. Um, He might be the best back in the league as a volume runner, giving him the ball and letting him be your offensive foundation. But the question is, is that the way you want to play offense? And that's a a philosophy. There's probably no right or wrong to that, Ross. As you know, that's a philosophy. But he's certainly not a back you're going to trade for and give him the ball eight times a game. That's not what you want to do. He's a feature back. He's a foundation back. He's a guy you start your offense with. But I think he's a terrific runner. And then lastly, Greg, it's just Chris Jones who, yeah, you know, there's a lot of conversation now like he might miss games. Boy, he feels like he's a major difference maker for them. Major. I, I, it's funny you say that. I watched a ton of Chiefs defense last week, and he's a major, major difference maker not only in the plays in which he makes, but what I noticed a lot was offensive lines sliding to him. You know, when you line up kind of in that 40 front where you've got two wide nines and two three techniques or four eyes, you know, kind of that that 40 pass rush front on third down, very, very often the center would slide to Chris Jones and leave one-on-ones opposite. You know all this, uh, Ross, you know, from when you played, you know, and obviously because he dictates protections. And, you know, obviously if he's not there, that changes things a lot. Nothing is changing in terms of Thursdays all season long, Greg. You are going nowhere because you're the best in the business. Thank you so much, as always. Really appreciate it. Thanks, Ross. Man, I love when Greg Cosell speaks that football language. Just like I love the fact that my daughters and I picked up a little Spanish thanks to Babbel. I'm telling you right now, they've been taking Spanish in school for, what, four and five years I'm convinced they learn more from us doing a few Babbel lessons that are like 10 minutes each than they learned previously. That's the age, by the way. The younger they are, the better. Instead of paying hundreds of dollars for a private tour, do these quick 10-minute lessons designed by over 150 language experts. Big fan. And they tell you, and I think it's a 1,000% true, using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. I took three semesters of Spanish at Princeton. I'm telling you, I feel like I learned more from Babbel. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners to get you started right now. Get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash Ross. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash Ross, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com 
slash Ross. Rules and restrictions may apply. Ducks takes. All right, Ross, we'll start. The 49ers announced Sam Darnold as the backup quarterback to Brock Purdy. They will look to move Trey Lance. I've said this for a long time. Niners fans didn't believe me. Now maybe they do. I would like to see Trey Lance go somewhere where they've got a young guy and he can compete with that young guy to be the starter. Cowboys edge rusher Sam Williams was arrested in Frisco on charges of possession of a controlled substance and unlawful carrying of a weapon. Totally confused on this. They asked Jerry Jones about it, and he said something about how last year he was going 100. This year he's going 70, so he's making progress. Jerry, what about the controlled substance and unlawful carrying of a weapon? What are you talking about? Jets left tackle Dwayne Brown was activated from the PUP and practices while wide receiver Corey Davis retires. Well, so number one, the Jets really need Dwayne Brown to be healthy, to play left tackle, to stay healthy. It's like critically, critically important that they have Dwayne Brown this year. The Corey Davis retiring thing surprises me a little bit. I mean, they have other receivers there, so maybe it felt like maybe they felt like they didn't need him or something. That's a little bit confusing to me. Uh, maybe they felt like they didn't want him. Maybe they were going to cut him because he got that big salary cap number over ten million. Maybe they kind of let him know that they were going to let him go, and he decided to retire instead. Chiefs defensive tackle Chris Jones indicates via social media a willingness to hold out until week eight. Very interesting that Chris Jones said this because on some level it shows he's willing to miss games, which I don't know that I recommend to give away almost $1.2 million a week. I wouldn't do that, but okay. But then the flip side, if you're the Chiefs and you know he'll be back by week eight, how much more are you going to pay him? I mean, he's going to be back by week eight. I don't know. I mean, they, you know, they want him for the stretch run. They want him to be healthy. They want him for the stretch run, the playoffs. I don't know. And they, and they save, what, close to $10 million? I don't know if, that, if Chris Jones saying week eight is even all that threatening to the Chiefs. They might almost be okay with it. Linebacker Randy Gratishar, defensive tackle Steve McMichael, and wide receiver Art Powell are the three finalists named by the Hall of Fame Senior Committee. Gratishar was a really good Bronco. He's been talked about for years. Steve McMichael was the D-tackle with Dan Hampton uh, with that 85 Bears defense. Just a crazy, long, sustained career for McMichael. And honestly, Art Powell is one of those guys I don't know much about. I like learning about. Lastly, we got a couple games tonight, Ross. What will you be looking for? Well, normally I would say me, Jack, but I won't be looking for me. Although, I'll be looking for me... Um, tailgating with my wife and daughters. Guys, I never get to go to a game and just be a fan. I never get to take my family to a game. So I'm really looking forward to it. I know it's, it's quote-unquote just a preseason game, but just to be tailgating a little bit with my wife and daughters and to sit in the stands with them a little bit should be absolutely awesome, very fun. Make sure you're following my social media for some good pictures and videos at Ross Tucker NFL. I think we're done here. 
Thanks for tuning in to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also check out Even Money, Fantasy Feast, and College Draft, all on the DraftKings Network on Samsung TV Plus, YouTube, or subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform. Shoutouts, myfrontpagestory.com. So many anniversaries. That is the gift for your loved one. Myfrontpagestory.com. Then you got backofficeschedule.com, go-bangles.com, steakhousesports.com, humanheadnyc.com, sporticulture, and pizza boy brewing.